So I want to talk today a little bit about the importance of seeking things that put you outside of your comfort zone and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's what um, kind of pursuing this half Ironman completion was for me. It was something that sounded very, very ambitious, um, something I wasn't sure I could do, um, something I knew that would require a lot of training for um, and a lot of researching. Um, and it just sounded really, really difficult. And that's what motivated me to do it is I was seeking something that would make me very uncomfortable and put me outside of my comfort zone. I read um, a book called The 12 Hour Walk by Colin O'Brady a few months ago um, before I started this training. He talks about kind of ones and tens in life and how in order to really get these 10 out of 10 highs in life, you have to have a lot of lows. He's done some just incredible feats um, throughout the years. He's done these incredible water crossings just by hand rowing. Um, he's hiked tons and tons of mountains in record time. He's walked across Antarctica um, and went on a race doing that. He's just, he's done a lot of really incredible stuff. And he talks about how during these, these physical feats, he's at a one out of 10, you know, he's miserable, he's tired. Um, you know, he thinks he's gonna die in a lot of situations, but these ones out of 10s create these 10 out of 10 accomplishments. And that was very similar to my experience with just doing a half Ironman. You know, there was times during this event that I was like, there's no way I'm gonna finish this, I'm tired. Um, you know, I could see myself getting injured doing this, but you just keep pushing through, taking another step, continually pedaling a little bit further. When I went across the finish line and saw my girls waiting for me, it was just, it was totally worth it. And I was actually like emotional at the end of it. It was you know, a weird experience to kind of empty your mind for this long period of time while you do this event. And then towards the end, when I realized I was actually going to finish, you know, I started getting very emotional just about my girls and thinking about their lives. Um, it's kind of an interesting process, but it, it came about just because I was able to be comfortable with being uncomfortable for seven and a half hours. Let me just kind of say what it took to go from never having done a triathlon to doing a half Ironman, um, which for those of you that don't know is a 1.2 mile swim, a 56 mile bike, and a half marathon distance run. I started training in January. For the first uh, three months, I just kind of did long distance endurance training. I stopped lifting weights. I did a lot of long runs. I did a lot of long bikes. Um, and you know, started getting in the pool and doing some long swims. Um, the last eight weeks before the race, I did a very structured training, um, which was between 12 and 15 hours a week where I would do something every day of the week except for one, which would just be a rest day. Um, and it was very heavy on the swimming, which I thought was weird because proportionately the, the swimming part of the race is very, very short um, compared to the bike and the run. But getting out there in the water, it makes a lot of sense why they have you do a lot of swim training. You get out there with a whole bunch of other people, it's pretty sketchy at times. Um, in the first 500 meters, I got my goggles knocked off. Um, they were filling with water at one point. And so I had to like float on my back, figure out my goggles, get them back on my head, get rid of the leaks. And the first 500 meters, just because of that and kind of being disoriented, really, really sucked. Um, completely different than being in the pool. And after the first 500 meters, I was able to kind of settle in and, you know, just focus on my technique and not expending more energy than was necessary and watch myself around the other athletes and make sure I'm not running into people and, 
you know, redirecting towards the buoys and doing proper sighting. Um, but the first 500 meters really sucked and added quite a bit to my time. Um, so I finished in about 45 minutes when I was expecting to finish closer to 40 um, from the swim. But I understand why the training is very heavy in the swimming just because of how disorienting it can be in the water. And so you have to be a really strong swimmer to overcome all these other challenges because it's not just swimming laps in a pool. Um, the bike part of the Ironman in Boulder, you gain about 2,400 feet of elevation gain and it's rolling hills, which is nice because um, for every elevation gain that you gain, you get some downhill, which is really nice. Um, it's a really good break for your legs. And so the bike actually went a little bit better than I thought it would. The half marathon at the end really sucked. My legs were pretty gassed by that point. I was able to run about three quarters of it and walk about a quarter of it. I felt like I did enough training. Um, I stuck to my routine pretty strictly the last few months. Um, I spent a lot, a lot of hours doing all this stuff. Um, the part I wish I had stuck to better would have, would have been a better nutrition plan. Um, it's really hard to eat good if you don't have a plan after these long workouts. You know, I burn 2,500 calories some days in these workouts and I would just eat way too many calories because you're just starving. Because um, this race would have been a lot easier, 20, 30 pounds lighter. Um, and you look at these, you know, absolute pro athletes that are finishing this thing in three and a half hours, they're you know, their uh, body fat percentage is extremely low. They're really, really small guys. Um, but fortunately I did the training. And so, you know, the, the race really felt pretty good overall. Um, you know, I did not have a lot of muscle cramping or anything like that. And, and part of it's throughout the race, you know, you gotta make sure you're hydrating and eating plenty of uh, food and getting a lot of glucose in your system. Um, so your body can keep sustaining the activity. And that part I did well. I, I hydrated really well, lots of electrolytes. Um, and lots of nutrition throughout. But if you're debating doing a triathlon or an Ironman or a half Ironman, I absolutely encourage you to do it. It's a very rewarding experience. Race day is just really, really fun. You're out there with just people that have all been working towards this. A lot of them are very experienced having done multiple of these, but they all are like, I mean, pretty top-notch athletes. I mean, you don't um, typically see someone like me who decides to go do a half Ironman with no prior triathlon experience. Um, so you're surrounded by a lot of people that really know what they're doing. I will say if you're debating it, you know, the lead up to this was very time intensive training wise. Um, I had some very early mornings, some very long days. Um, you know, fortunately I had a lot of support from my wife um, to watch the kids and allow me to do these, you know, really long training days that sometimes topped off at five and a half hours of working out. Um, but it's very, very time intensive. So, you know, keep that in mind if you're debating doing one of these. Fortunately, the weather um, that day in Boulder on June 10th was very, very nice. Um, I don't think it got above 75 degrees. Um, it became very overcast for the afternoon when I was getting into the run, which was really, really nice. If it had been 85 or 90 degrees and sunny the whole day, um, there's a good chance I may not have finished in the eight and a half hour cutoff. Um, because seven and a half hours that I finished in doesn't leave a lot of room for, for things to go wrong. If I had had a flat tire um, or became super dehydrated and had to stop and catch up on my hydration because of the hot sun, there's a good chance I would not have finished. So the weather was definitely in my favor that day. But going back to kind of why I did it and, and why I think it's important to do things that challenge you is I think it really, really builds character to do things that are very difficult. Um, PA school was another big accomplishment in my life um, that really sucked while I was in it. PA school was a 
a lot of ones out of tens. It, it was me being gone for month long periods of time in other cities in Colorado where I couldn't come home, you know, for long periods of time. I drove to Denver every single day, which really sucked. I wasted hours and hours in traffic, um, you know, studying every night, staying up late studying, um, testing every week. You know, that 27 months of PA school really sucked. And there was a lot of ones out of tens in that period of time. But now being a PA and having the job in the ER that I've dreamed of for years, there's a lot of 10 out of 10 experiences I have now. I really enjoy my job. Um, I'm not working for free anymore. This is, you know, something that I get compensated for. Um, and it's very rewarding. You know, I really like to diagnose dangerous conditions and help save people's lives. And I get that opportunity every single day that I go into work. Um, and so I have a lot of tens out of tens now as a result of those ones out of tens. And this is true for so many things in life. You have to go through the horrible experiences, the ones out of tens, in order to get to the tens out of tens. Some people live their whole life at a five out of 10, a six out of 10, never really making themselves uncomfortable, never really striving for something or having ambition to accomplish something difficult, and they never achieve those tens out of tens. And so my encouragement to you guys today is to reach for those 10 out of 10 highs. And you can only get to them most commonly by dealing with things that are very, very uncomfortable and these one out of 10 experiences. You know, the entire run was a one out of 10 experience. It really sucked. It was painful the whole time. Um, you know, I'm getting a little bit of a headache from dehydration. Um, you know, knowing that you've got 13.1 full miles, you've got to go. It really, really sucked. Um, but passing that finish line and seeing my girls was a 10 out of 10 experience that I would not have replicated had I been sitting on the couch that day doing nothing. Seek those things that are difficult. Seek those things that are uncomfortable. I think that seeking after things that can be uncomfortable and seeking after things that are very, very difficult is absolutely worth it. So if you're out there today debating PA school, nurse practitioner school, some kind of higher education, I would encourage you to go for it. Yes, it's gonna suck while you're in it. You know, it's gonna take a lot of your time. It's gonna be painful. You're gonna make sacrifices for it. Um, but in the long run, these kinds of things are absolutely worth it to get that 10 out of 10 experience in life. You don't wanna go through life without experiencing those 10 out of 10 experiences. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable.